Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Daffy's Roundtable. I think everybody who's a part of the exotic pet hobby knows that even inside the hobby, there's many different niches. In today's episode, we're going to cover one of the less commonly talked about niches, terrascaping. I'm sure many of you have heard the term aquascaping. While terrascaping is the same thing, except instead of aquariums, it's scaping terrariums. Our guest for today's episode is a world champion terrascaper. He has ranked highly in multiple competitions in both Europe and Asia. He's also based in Italy, so we also get a good view of how the hobby is different in Europe as opposed to North America. Oh, and if you want to do some terrascaping of your own, check out the show's sponsor, Exoterra. Not only do they have the most perfectly designed tanks for terrascaping, they also have an unlimited amount of supplies that will make your escaping experience that much better. And on that note, I would like to thank Exoterra for sponsoring this episode. They make quality products for our pet reptiles to make them feel at home. Okay, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode with Nicholas of NG Terrariums. Nicholas, hello. Hello, hello guys. Joining nice us all the way you. from Italy. Thank you very much for coming yeah. on, man. Thank you. <laughs> That's a long distance, but uh, with, the, with the internet capacity now and the nowadays is fantastic. We can speak uh, in real time. Yeah, super easy, you know, for sure. Um, yeah. So, so a little about what you do, Nicholas, you were... Um, you design vivariums, you do competitions, you yeah. are, I, I want to get into the numbers that we were just talking about now, you're placing high places in competitions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, let's get the, the, the start of the story. How did you, um, how did you get into making vivariums? Yeah, that's a pretty nice question because uh, uh, I started doing vivariums from about three years now. So nice. it's not a, a lot of time, but uh, I, I was in a meeting here in Italy and uh, just like a, a newbie, didn't know about that, about amphibians or reptiles or anything. And I passed over uh, a table with, uh, with a nice guy who I know now uh, with naturalistic vivarium. And I fallen in love because <laughs> it was so natural and everything. So the first thing uh, I, I've done was uh, take, taking an empty tank trying to uh, to put something inside, wood uh, and everything. And uh, for the first tank, it was uh, decent, <laughs> not uh, yeah. good as uh, the professional was doing. But uh, posting on Facebook and Instagram, uh, uh, the positive vibes was a lot. So everything uh, for me was a, a, a funny time doing the vivarium. Yeah. So actually, uh, I started doing more, more, and more, and now <laughs> we have a, we have a small company here in Italy doing that. Awesome! So you you do have a company. So is that NJ uh, NG Terrariums? NG, yeah, in oh, sorry, NG Terrariums. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, NG Terrariums. Uh, we actually do in two people because my girlfriend helping a lot, a lot awesome. in doing vivarium, and we run a small e-commerce. Uh, we run. Uh, supply for uh, amphibians drosophila and something like wood stones and we do the custom vivariums for the people awesome so do you sell any amphibians and reptiles yourself or is it just the supplies uh, and the vivariums in italy is not uh, uh, easy uh, as you can you can see in america because here you have uh, the law and need a lot of uh, uh, registration and everything so for me uh, and for the space I have now is better to sell only the vivariums and the supply because 
I think uh, uh, when you have to commerce the pet, uh, you need a lot of space. You need uh, ma the maximize the size of the vivarium. You don't have to stick in the box the pet. So I I'm not fully pleased how I can take the pet now. No, that's awesome. That's uh, first of all good, good on you for knowing uh, that that you just can't handle it at the moment. But also, I, I think that's very interesting that you need permits and licensing to sell the pets in Italy. Sometimes I wish they would do the same thing here because honestly, yeah, in America here, you have the cities. You have the cities in America. Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, they have it. But uh, I think that only uh, stops people from importing and exporting specific species. I it doesn't okay. really stop. Um, like anybody can buy. A bunch of animals breed them and sell them there's no there's no rules again. yeah like, we, as we, long we, as the species is legal yeah we have the obviously here in the meeting selling this type of pets but if you run uh, a fully legal uh, e-commerce uh, you can't ship the exotic animal by the post here in italy is uh, absolutely not you can't okay. as in america and yeah. probably is a good thing i think is a good thing because uh, a lot of people uh, improvisation and something like that uh, put the pet inside the box and ship and uh, nine times of of ten is dead probably that's very true that's very true yeah that's awesome okay well that's that's very interesting information i'd love to one day dive uh, on like how they just the different laws and things in europe versus versus over here uh but today we're here about to talk to talk about yeah. uh vivariums terrariums and all of that so uh let's dive right into it can you tell us a little bit about the science behind the vivariums yeah the the science is pretty uh stick to the naturalistic uh, um you call when you take a pet you put it in a naturalistic vivarium uh, when you want to participate in contest uh, you just have to take uh, uh, the visual side of the vivarium um, oh my god i can't speak english <laughs> no you're, you're you're good you're, don't worry about it i'm italian going. and for for being an italian i'm really good at english because if you if you speak with a lot of people uh, it's not easy common here in italy no uh, for sure and your, and your english is great i'm completely understanding everything uh the science time. is pretty much uh, you have to take it in nature and put it inside of a tank. The science is the same as a bee active uh, vivarium for uh, frogs, because frogs is the common one in the tropical vivariums. So actually you take the science of the bee active uh, vivarium with, with a little bit of uh, add uh, for the plants. So if you have to run for fertilization, if you have to put some fence inside of the tank, because it's really important the ventilation of the tank, it's really important how the substrate is is doing and if it's doing its jobs correctly so you have to to have some sort of botanical uh, uh, school in you if you want to proceed with the science inside of the vivarium because the plants is the the hardest part to learn because the, the frogs uh, uh, seems really easy to to place inside of a tank and yeah, yeah that's correctly because because you just put the drosophila inside the the, um, the base are really easy pets yeah but the, pl the plants are the <laughs> the best part of this type of hobby For if sure. you want to proceed of course in a um, in a professional way or in a competitional way yeah yeah, for sure. That's that's uh, okay. It's very interesting. And then, so 
when you it's saying you're you're placing the plants and how do you decide where to place them within the vivarium um is there something about the the height of it how close to the glass you're placing it is there something to uh we can start from the size of a vivarium uh sure. I, I speak now from now on for the competition side because it's the not not most common in the vivarium building okay so yeah. when you go for competition you like in asia and uh, singapore japan they usually go for taller vivarium okay and that's the reason about that because you have uh, more room for the light you have a different type of light around the tank you have different uh, um, temperature you have different ventilation so actually you you have to stick about uh, uh, in my example i usually go for uh, not uh, um, smaller than 60 centimeter vivarium we use centimeter here. yeah so yeah. I, <laughs> in I, inches I, I don't know i can do the quick quick uh, uh, conversion probably here. is 18 18 23 18, 18, okay. 24. yeah yeah that's that sounds about right the yeah. exoterra is probably yeah. the same size and i don't go uh, smaller than 60 because uh, I, I I'd like to to see the um, how you like a, you see in nature you see the foreground you see the rocks on the bottom you see the leaf litter and you have to see the branches in the top of the of the foot so the higher you go the the better is uh, is the vivarium for me awesome uh, yeah. for the the plants uh, everyone uh, have uh, a special plant. Yeah, <laughs> and, for sure. Uh, Do you have one? Do you have a specific? Yeah, that you I, have? I have few. I have few. I'm uh, I'm in love with the begonia. Okay. And I should say is my favorite because uh, uh, I think uh, the the best plants for uh, competition in vivarium is the green plants. You, I, I never, uh, I've never done a vivarium fully colored. Okay because uh, when you see uh, an, a photo in situ or in nature usually you don't see color no it's all green it's all green yeah, and when absolutely. you uh, when you choose the right plant the the, the vine the ferns and uh, sticking with the moss uh, and just a few points of uh, of color like the bromelia and something like that is totally natural and is fascinating so uh, my favorite pick uh, is the begonia I should say ferns i love all type of ferns the foot rabbit the um, uh, lemon button fern the for the for the vine i usually go for margravia margravia sintenisi yes. costa rica species uh solano Very popular species, one over here yeah. too yeah 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 I, I have if you see in the box there like there there's a lot of magravi inside that's awesome yeah so uh these are these are my favorite pick but uh go for green if you can just go for green and it's gonna totally change the look and more naturalistic yeah that's awesome and then like what about you're talking about the lights and everything do you also is there a way to play with the shadows in the vivarium and like yeah, the illusion oh, sure. of depth based sure, on light. Sure. When you uh, when you start with a vivarium, uh, a lot of people uh, is doing wrong because uh, don't put the lamp over the vivarium working on it. It's really important when you take a photo for a competition. You have just one chance. 
you don't have a video, you don't have more photos. Usually you just send one photos. Often you can go for multiple photos, but the first one, the judge pick your photo, see the photo and have to, to, see, to see something to stop him. Yeah. So the first thing is to do depth in the vivarium. Uh, I work usually with a 50 centimeter depth or even 60 centimeter depth because uh, uh, you need a lot of depth in the vivarium and you have to do the room for a distance when you look at the photo. And uh, around that, uh, placing the rock, placing the wood, and working with the light on the top of the vivarium, you're going to see the shadow, because the shadow is really important to give, uh, to, 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 to have the photo really rich in detail, to have a natural look inside of it. Uh, often you can see a vivarium builded with the, only the background on the back. The, right. the, the most important thing for me is doing, I usually do uh, the, the side, uh, as you can see in the back, you, you can see the side and that is going to give you with the rock on the side, the shadow on the foreground and the depth on the vivarium. Yeah. And I'll place some pictures here, um, maybe from your Instagram or something of some of your vivariums so people can get, yeah. to get an idea of what we're talking about. Um, that's awesome. And then, so you mentioned photo. So, um, so the vivariums aren't being built at the competitions themselves. You're, you're, uh, you're building them and then taking a picture and sending it over. Yeah, because uh, uh, like aquascaping, uh, it's uh, really hard to to bring the tank sure. uh, in a meeting and uh, you don't have the time to do uh, a build in the meeting because okay. you have uh, to wait the time to dry the materials. You Usually when you go for uh, building a new vivarium, you can spend uh, one week, two weeks. Only one day is probably impossible right. or you can take the, the the pieces put inside but it's not the same so the you have to wait the foam uh, to dry and a lot of things so we have uh, not so much competition like the aquascaping because they're escaping because we have a name terrascaping yeah ter yeah right do you want to talk about terrascaping for a minute yeah terrascaping is not uh, common is really a fresh topic in the um, in the terroristic i don't know if you call it terroristic in uh, in um, canada but uh, we are in italy for example only three or four doing that wow. and uh, we have uh, no uh, competition in italy only in europe and um, in uh, America, probably I saw one, if I'm correct. Yeah, I and a Asia, it, there's a lot because the Japanese are like <laughs> they don't they don't have pets because uh, they have a really restricted law from what I know, but they love plants. So the most uh, important um, competition there are in Asia. So we usually take the photo and send the photo over there. Yeah, that makes sense. And and so before we talk about you being in competitions, um, do you when once you set up the you, you said you wait for the foam to dry and all of that. But yeah. Once you have it planted and complete, are you taking the picture immediately, or do you give it a couple of weeks, let the vivarium mature before you take the picture? Yeah, uh, the last time I participated in the cost and the EAC, I placed uh, sixteen over I think was one hundred and forty or one hundred and fifty. Wow. 
there's not so much. I'm 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 happy about the result, but I I can do more. I can yeah. Like hopefully on the next thing. one. In the next one, the yeah. the real problem was uh, I was too early with the photo. Okay. The photo the the vivarium was complete. Yes, was running uh, from about uh, two months, but the vining plants and the color of the bromelia was not ready for the photo. Because uh, uh, when I do a vivarium, I imagine uh, the vivarium after one year mm -hmm. or probably six. For me, the sixth month is the most you can take about a vivarium. So if you plan to go in a competition, you actually have to uh, wait six months for take one photo. You take a, a thousand of photos, but you can only send one. Send the one. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you, you have to be sure of what you are sending. The time was really, really uh, close to the end of the, um, the sending photo. And uh, I, I just sent it without thinking about placing 16th. <laughs> and you still place 16th. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. No, that's 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 right. And out of 140, you said, right? Something yeah, like 140, yeah. 150, I don't remember. Wow. And that's in you. That's the, the European competition. Yeah, it was the first uh, uh, competition in uh, Europe uh, who had uh, the category of aquascaping and terrascaping and paludariums and yeah. nano aquariums. So was the the biggest is connected this EAC to HEAL PLC, who is the aquascaping, the most co famous competition for aquascaping. And they've done the, um, the terrascaping section. It was the first year. So probably the next year, we'll, a lot of more people is going to join the competition. Nice. And are you setting something up already for the next year? Uh, I, I have won, but I don't have the time. I really don't have the time because uh, a lot of... Uh, things to add in the e-commerce, a lot of customer to take care of. For sure. Because when I, when I do a vivarium for a customer, I usually take care of him uh, even after two years of his vivarium. So I'm keeping him updated. I'm going to give advice and everything. So a lot of people asking a lot of things. And uh, when I have to go for competition, uh, I have to have the idea inside of a head and stick there to complete the vivarium. Because if you if I start, uh, I usually can't, uh, can't go stop. go back again and stop. You know. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. And then so let's talk about uh, about your your customers for a second. So uh, or just the e-commerce business um, in general. How often are you getting? Um, like how many vivariums are you building a month? Um, how long does it take the vivariums to build? Uh, like that, that, yeah. That kind of in Italy, as I said, uh, is not common to it's take care of. The... Yeah, we have a good terroristic. We have a lot of people joining the meeting, enjoying the the passion of uh, keeping a reptile. But uh, the naturalistic vivarium and the orchidarium, because okay. the most vivarium I've sold was to uh, bring it at home and completely empty. No animal is inside. Just put orchids. Yeah, orchids or tropical plant. Okay. Because uh, a lot of people, if you can imagine, don't have the, enough of space. So they run for nano cube aquariums or nano vivariums. So they just want a, a mosarium. I don't know if you ever Yeah, seen definitely them. a mosarium, yeah. Yeah, mosarium is a, a typical uh, um, a desktop size of cube. 
and put it on the desk and it's a piece of nature uh, on your table and and you can't put uh, anything inside because it's too small and i and i go a lot uh, for for this type of vivarium uh, usually you can go for free or for by custom vivarium at pump and you when you when you do a lot of vivarium you can be fast because uh, sure. you you already know what you are gonna do uh without even have uh, um a piece of paper with the drawing on it so you start to imagine it yeah i i start just with how the artscape is gonna go how much uh, uh, dip I wanna have in this type of aquarium? The type of animal, if we have an animal inside, mm -hmm. because I wanna uh, give the animal the most space he can have. It's just not only plants, but you sure. need to have space for the animal. Definitely. And uh, I can go. I start with the the light on the, the vivarium on the top. Place uh, the the rocks because all of my rocks are uh, synthetic or fake rocks. So oh, no, interesting no 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 true stones because uh, i ship my vivarium over italy and uh, you want it to be light yeah light uh, because uh, if you have uh, a problem uh, a really a real rock is gonna be a really bad problem so that's true you go for fake it's a light uh, and you don't have to find a correct piece for what you need of real stone because with the fake stone you can uh, uh, manipulate the rocks and do what you need and so how, you can... how are you creating these fake rocks uh, foam foam usually okay. foam carved and then with a lot of material over it and you paint so, it and everything yeah you paint it you paint it because you need shadows on the right. stones you you can take a photo for your stone uh print it yeah. put it next to you and when you have the real stone and your vivarium you try to do the same type of color the same type of shadow and the most important the 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 white details of the scratch of the real stones on the top of your fake stones that's awesome and you go into all this detail yourself You're yeah doing the painting yeah, and everything yeah yeah ah, painting that's very cool. and everything <laughs> wow okay very very cool um and then so you, you said you, you customize it as well to the specific animal so what's the coolest animal that you've had to build a vivarium for then uh in italy we don't have a lot of option okay. <laughs> we don't yeah. have a lot of uh, um, strange animals okay but uh, i usually go for dart frogs okay. in this period but we can go for easier pet like leopard geckos okay because we have a common one here a lot of people is entering this hobby and go for the leopard geckos the pogona viti chips the bearded gecko uh, um bearded dragon. Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the crested gecko and i usually i do a lot of dart frogs but uh, people are really scared about dart frogs and i don't know why because i was i was keeping chameleon i was keeping uh, a bearded dragon and everything and they're much when, harder than dart frogs yeah because i was buying a lot of blata lateralis and dubia roach and crickets yeah. when i have drosophila it's so easy yeah <laughs> i 100 agree yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's awesome so maybe we can touch on that for a second actually because i didn't know that you were doing like um arid vivariums or, or arid terrariums i guess would the word be as well for um for leopard geckos and bearded dragons yeah how do you do 
or how do you make it naturalistic or bioactive? Is there um, plants that work for that yeah. dryness? And is there, um, yeah. The most difficult part of uh, a naturalistic vivarium is the, the, the desert or the arid type yeah. of vivarium. And uh, if you think uh, you don't have the plants uh, to cover your, uh, your error, so you don't need to have an error inside of your tank. You, right. you have to, to have every stone perfect. You have to place every stone in the right position because the plant is not going to cover it. And mm -hmm. uh, when you go for details, uh, uh, usually you go for a dry bush, uh, dried bush and some sort of grass, but uh, you don't need to have live plant inside because it's really hard to keep the the live plant inside of our vivariums yeah. because the substrate uh, need to be compact you don't need to have uh, you don't have to have sand inside of the vivarium because of the compensation and something like that so the most uh, uh, easiest part is the plant because you use dried plants but the hardest is the hardscape because if you can see in my instagram photos i have a lot of uh, uh, rocky stone vivarium and uh, you have to imagine only the background and go for it with the shadows and everything. Because the same rule is for the, for the tropical, you have to keep the shadow, you have to keep the depth of the vivarium, but you don't have the plant inside. Very, very interesting. Yeah, I, I, I've never been able to succeed in, in the, the airscape. I have some dwarf sand geckos and the very, yeah. it's very, very ugly. <laughs> and no matter yeah, what so, I try, uh, was, I was the one was, was laying the hex? Yeah, so yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. the vivarium is ugly and I can't make it look nice because like, yeah, it just, it doesn't work. Uh, I'm going to give you already. some advice. Don't worry. That would be great. That would be great. Um, awesome. And then, um, so yeah, this is, this, this question might not have like a direct answer, but like, how does one get good at terrascaping? Is there sort of like, I obviously practice makes perfect, but is there maybe like a, yeah. a guide you follow? Is there a course? Is there, um, just like a book that, that you advise any, anything uh, I've, uh, when I started, I've, I tried to find, uh, uh, some solution for the works, uh, I have done. Uh, speaking with some people, uh, you can have some advice. Uh, I, I now the technique I use uh, is not the same. I use I use it in the in the beginning. So everything I've learned, I learned myself. Even the materials, because uh, you have to try, 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 and try again. Yeah. And uh, one day you will succeed because uh, you probably don't know how to draw. I've read this in, in a book one time. You don't know how to draw, but every one of, of us can draw, can draw really good. And uh, because it's a part of your head who um, in constant uh, uh, doing the same type of job is gonna turn uh, uh, good at it. Yeah. Even if you don't draw, you, you're gonna draw really good if you practice, 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 and again. And, uh, of course, uh, the more time you, you pass on it, the more uh, materials you try, you're gonna get good. So you have uh, to start with a really good amount of money if you wanna to proceed with professional vivarium building because uh, as, you can, as you can know, when you start your first uh, vivarium, you're gonna put inside a lot of money and probably half of the plants gonna die. 
yeah. <laughs> because you don't know how it works or probably you spend a lot of uh, money on the foam and uh, you carve everything you pass uh, like one week on uh, on the piece and when you complete uh, yeah you hate it a lot yeah. so um, uh, there's no uh, magic law there's no uh, a professional who is doing course about it there's no books about it you just keep uh, watching uh, other works you just keep watching the youtube not in italy because i don't uh, <laughs> find any type of uh, of uh, advice in italy about it i usually see uh, I don't know. Probably you know Troy Goldberg. I yeah, for sure. Of, yeah, yeah. I have an episode He's coming out with Gold, Troy Goldberg. Oh. Uh, actually, it'll be out by the time this episode is out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I really love how he works with the, with the paint, uh, with the plants, because for me the 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 choice of his plant is really good. And uh, like this, you can improve and uh, and starting to to get more and more uh natural naturalistic look with him so yeah no that's 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 very interesting um 100 and then yeah i guess i guess that makes sense and then even even your choice of of wood and your and your choice of rocks and your choice of plants and everything eventually yeah. over time just just starts to get better um but touching on the topic of of getting your first vivarium and having everything die i'm sure you've heard of many of the or possibly in your past have seen many of the problems that happen with plants and vivariums like uh, yeah. algae and mold and, yeah, and all yeah, of these yeah. things. So do you have advice to battling some of these things uh, or staying the, away from them? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the first thing is I, I've saw in uh, a lot of vivariums for the plant section, speaking about botanical, uh, usually people are afraid to have the dendrobates in dry habitat so usually what they do is spraying a lot of water inside of the tank i saw uh, a lot of tanks uh, fully watered and with a lot of mold with a lot of uh, algae uh, when you look at vivarium when you look at the vivarium you can uh, see a dry environment but uh, is really humid you don't need a lot of water inside and when you have a lot of water inside of your tank and uh, over your ferns, for example, when the leaves of the ferns are really wet and stay under uh, a light, strong light, you're, you're gonna destroy that fern because the, the, um, the leaf is really sensitive on the light. And when you have a lot of uh, water sitting on top of it, uh, it's gonna die. When you have a lot of water inside the tank, um, the first layer of your plant and moss is going to be perfect, but under it, the water is going to stagnate. The water is not going to evaporate and you are going to have a lot of uh, uh, decaying matter and, and, and stuff like that. So the first thing I want to uh, give in advice is uh, to don't spray out the, the, the tank so much. Usually you can go one time per day or even two times um one time for today and uh, you can have no a lot of decay matter inside of the tank for the algae uh, you are gonna have it the algae i have it inside of the vivarium because it happens <laughs> it happens because uh, you need strong light for some type of plants inside of your vivariums 
and of course if you have uh, water inside of uh, of your tank is gonna it's gonna have algae if you have a paludarium you're gonna have a lot of algae in the waterfall section because i've done in the past a lot of paludariums and the algae in the waterfall was incredibly insane and uh, keep uh, just keep uh, cleaning you have to clean your your vivarium because a lot of people think yeah it's very active you don't need to clean yeah you have to clean your vivarium yeah so it's very interesting because i've seen again pictures of your instagram and all your vivariums are like super clean so yeah how do you go about cleaning them is it just wiping down the glass or is there a way to clean like the plant leaves or or the yeah i I, or? I do both uh, i do multiple things in my vivarium i one time for week uh like you do for an aquarium you do the water change in this type of uh, enclosure you have to do your um glass cleaning yeah. you have to do the uh, scratch on the rock with a toothbrush you know <laughs> yeah for sure you, you have to uh trim when you need you need to place new leaf litter you need to uh, check if everything is uh, okay with the um, misting system with everything and uh, i don't use any type of product the water is really good um, cleaning on the glass we we use uh, hero water and uh, the more you stay uh, on the vivarium one time for a week uh, the more it's controlled because if you keep uh, uh, living there the um, the background and the plants gonna take over uh, and you don't see the shape originally you have done so basically seeing every day uh, is totally normal for you but if you look a picture of uh, three months ago it's totally out of shape you don't remember the shape of the vivarium and when you have to start cleaning on it <laughs> it's gonna be a really problem yeah you won't even know where to start yeah, for the bromelia, what I use is uh, a paper, a piece of paper towel, and uh, cleaning the leaf and washing out the inside of the bromelia is really important because a lot of uh, drosophila <laughs> can go inside and uh, keep I'm your well uh, <laughs> yeah, keep your uh, water dishes clean and everything like that. Of course, if you don't have an animal inside, it's gonna be easier. It's gonna be really easier. For sure. because uh, you can trim without having problem to to touch the frogs or or even cut the frogs because <laughs> yeah scissors and yeah for sure yeah and uh, you can leave the the glass the sliding glass uh, open it and you can go easy with that if you don't have animals but uh, yeah keep, and also uh, less feces and and less decay yeah, matter yeah that, yeah, yeah decay matter and everything and you yeah. can fertilize you can go for, with fertilization if you have an empty tank and yeah. that's really really good because uh, the um, the competition vivarium i've done uh, the 60 60 60 uh, was uh, done just for competition without any animal inside okay because uh, i i love only the plants i love yeah. only the natural looking of the tank when I uh, before adding the um, the frogs because I have uh, three tinctorius azureus inside now, okay. And uh, before adding the frogs was uh, really clean. It was really fertilized. The the moss was perfect, yeah. green. No 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 yellow moss. Nothing. And no feces. No nothing. And when I added the frogs, uh, the feces everywhere. 
and you can fertilization you can't go with fertilization so you have the most uh, a little bit of yellow here and there so yeah I, i'm i fallen in love with the dendro base but if you if you want a competition vivarium usually you don't you don't go with the animals inside. you don't put anything aside no that, that yeah. absolutely makes sense that's awesome and, yeah. and let's let's go back to talking about the competitions for me so so we discussed the 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 europe competition um, yeah. Do you want to maybe talk about the the Asian one a little bit, the one you uh, you were in? Uh... Yeah, I was in was the first time entering in a competition for me. Was uh, a small vivarium. It was uh, 18, 18, 24 in inches because I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and was uh, a really uh, heavy rainforest with with a lot of plants inside and. Uh, I look at it and the feedback on my Facebook page and Instagram was really good about that. So I decided to participate in this type of contest. I've never heard about that. And was a Hivu LC called contest was a, a really good con uh, contest. I've saw a lot of photos and the people are really, really good in Asia because it is based in Asia, but uh, is international okay the uh, competition was international yeah okay. yeah it was international you can everyone can join it but uh, uh, only the best are gonna be uh, put it on the facebook page with the photo and everything uh, the chinese are really really good with that i i decided anyway to participate in and i place it 18 and usually they don't uh, give a rank system. So you okay. don't see the top 50, you don't see the top uh, 100. So I asked, asked it directly to the organization and they said to me, yeah, congratulations, you placed 18. 18, that's and awesome. For me, for me it was uh, fantastic because I saw the, the top 10 was really good and actually uh, placed 18 uh, was fantastic and and that's the reason i i try and try hard again and try to get the the first position if i can in the future and the okay. top 10 and the top 10 if i can uh, would be really really great so yeah, fingers crossed hopefully yeah i hope but uh yeah you you need time you need a lot of time you need a lot of uh, uh money because uh, it's something you have to imagine. If you take a plant, that, yeah. uh, if, you take, if you take a plant uh, really rare, because the the, um, the judge is gonna see how, uh, how type of plant you're using, uh, if they are rare. Uh, so if you go with the uh, anterior, some type of species, you can spend easily uh, $100 for one leaf, <laughs> not even a plant, one leaf. So you need a lot of money and uh, it's an hobby uh, you can you can go with only one tank if you have one tank but if you want to proceed and try to get the first position you can send every time uh, the, the the same tank because you are gonna get less point less point so you need to do a lot of new vivariums a lot of new plants inside usually people uh, in china uh, they do the vivariums they do the background they don't cover the background they use only the black foam you have in america the black foam we don't have it oh you don't have black foam okay <laughs> no yeah. no we don't have the yeah. expanding foam black so in china they have they only foam the back and go only with plants 
So th they are gonna take a lot of uh, uh, grown plants and cover entirely the vivarium and take the photo. Probably that vivarium is not gonna uh, stay like that for, for one week. They build a vivarium. They take the picture and they tear it apart. Yeah, yeah, probably. For me, it's what I think because a lot of plant uh, seems really healthy. And for me, it's not possible to have a vivarium completely healthy plants. You can see sometimes a lot of uh, uh, brown leaf and something like that. In Chinese vivarium, I've never seen a, 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 um, a yellow leaf. They're always so, perfect, yeah. Yeah, for me, for me, is a is, I'm not saying it's not uh, uh, admitted to do, to do that. You can do that because right. uh, the, the judges is going to see only the photo. They don't care if you if you place the vivarium like that in one day, you take the photo and, and scrap everything. So uh, for me, that's uh, something I want to try <laughs> because I want to yeah. try in the next uh, in the next competition and see how it goes. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it's awesome. different. It's a different entire world. Uh, I see. I see. You have a lot of tank behind you, yeah. and uh, you have to imagine uh, you have the tanks for keeping reptiles and amphibians. If you go in the mind of competition, the only things you care is to take the most point you can, yeah. and you take point about the photo, about the plants, about the hardscape, about the softscape about the healthy uh, how healthy are the plants how but uh, on how the light, the light is going the shadow so building a vivarium like uh, is behind you is uh, something mentally for for the for the amphibians and reptiles and, and, you have inside right yeah when you go for a competition you have to change your mind and and go for something special and that's really really hard no, for sure. And then, okay, so so let's touch on that on that point system for a minute. So you're getting you're getting points for individual aspects of the tanks. Yeah, and uh, then it's added up, and the person with the most point wins. So it's not yeah. like a voting system kind of thing. Yeah, it's a voting system, but not for the people. Uh, so the there are few judges. I take an example of the EAC, the last contest. If you can see in my Instagram, I have a photo of the 16 place in the EAC with the score points on the bottom okay. of the photo. I'll pop that uh, right here. <laughs> yeah, you have uh, you have uh, the first stage, so you have 1,000 of people, in example, okay. joining the competition. You have the first screening. The first screening is gonna pass the top uh, 500. Okay, mm -hmm. the second screening gonna pass the top uh, 100. And th there it goes like that. You score the first point in the first screening and you have the basic of your screening. Then uh, the more you go in advance, the more points are adding to you. If your tank is not good as another one, you don't get the point. You pass, but you don't get the point. And the more you go uh, in the first position, the more points you get and the more, of course, you have the rank. So you have the, the points, uh, as I said, for the for the hardscaping, for the for the fo the photo is really important. The photo is really important for the for the points. Uh, I don't remember how much points I get on the photo, but it was really dark. I, w I wasn't really uh, pleased with the with the photo. 
was really dark. The shadow wasn't there. The foreground uh, I, I wasn't. A, the judges can't see the foreground in my photo, and that's okay. a big trouble. And yet uh, you still play sixteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, I, I, yeah. I am uh, really happy about that. But I think, uh, and I'm gonna send you the photo. Yeah, yeah, uh, of my my vivarium after one month of the photo has been taken and was really shiny and was perfect okay. and uh, when you send a photo and you are not pleased with that and you see your vivarium after two months really great oh yeah <laughs> you feel really bad yeah. because if you think if i place it 16 like this i can go easily with the top 10. no for sure i'll tell you what if you could send me a picture of the vivarium the day of or maybe even the picture you send the competition yeah and i'll place it like right yeah. here and yeah. then like and then right after. now yeah and then like if you could send me i'll put the one month one like right here and then yeah yeah gonna, i'm gonna yeah. because uh everyone uh when i when I saw the photo oh congratulations that's a pretty pretty good uh, vivarium and I, I usually uh, reply, see, see this photo after two months of the photo, <laughs> and they are gonna hold. Oh my God, <laughs> it's much. You better. should have waited. You should have waited. Yeah, yeah. No, that that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, hopefully, on the next one, you, you can wait and, uh, and 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 win once again. We say. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I hope. But just awesome. just not for you. Don't win prize money. You don't win prize money. Uh, in the EAC, uh, if I'm right, uh, only the first one uh, wants some money. Okay. But usually you just win a piece of paper called a certification of the work with an, your name on it and your placement. And that's uh, the, the best thing if uh, yeah. you have your vivarium with the, your name of it, with the rank. Uh, I, I really don't participate for the money because... Yeah. I, it's just for have the, the certification of the work is some someone looking at your uh, vivarium and giving the points uh, is really fantastic and uh, if you have some type of competition in america i think you can uh, try that because it's really funny uh yeah I, I don't know if we have one I, I don't know if i'd be able to enter one in america i'm actually in canada um, yeah so i i don't know if they if they'd allow that or if we even have one here in canada but i also, I'm not nearly as good as you are, but uh, wow. hopefully and one I day, hopefully one day. If I, I'm going to send you my first vivarium sure. that yeah. I built. And if you look at that photo, you can say you can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, because no, no, nobody can can do everything without trying, trying again. So you, you can be able to do that without any problem. Absolutely, like you said, uh, just takes practice, right? Yeah, awesome. And then, so yeah, so we've touched on most of the uh, most of the materials that it takes to to build the vivarium. But what we haven't touched on yet is um, substrate. Now you said it doesn't it it doesn't yeah. need to get impacted, and you don't yeah. want it to get too wet. But is there yeah. something you want to touch on? Top? Uh, is there a specific one you use first of all? Yeah, the um, ABG mix. ABG mix, okay. ABG mix, uh, but. Uh, uh, the ABG mix because don't compact over time, yeah, but uh, stay really, really wet for in my opinion. So uh, what I'm trying to do now is completely avoid the substrate and go directly with the with the filter, sponge filter, sponge filter like Troy Goldberg is doing. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you have the the space for for the roots, mm -hmm. you have the space for the microfauna because the 
Tormentosa, the Dwarf Isopod and uh, Springtail is going to take care anyway of the Fakels and the K-Matter, but you don't have to to take out the ABG after one here. Because uh, in my uh, in my example of Vivariums, uh, after one month or um, one here or two, uh, I can probably change the substrate. It gets too saturated and like... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. When, when the substrates start to compact, uh, the roots of your plants gonna die because don't have the oxygen. And the, everything is gonna uh, smell really bad and uh, the bacteria are gonna start. So if you have to go with the ABG, uh, I would suggest to add more materials like uh, uh, sand or gravel, a okay. lot of them, because uh, uh, the more is uh, light, the more is uh, uh, with the oxygen inside, you can avoid the compactation of the sub substrate. So ABG, yes, but modified. A lot. Okay. Modified uh, ABG. I, I like that. Okay. Yeah, because I started with the classical ABG, and uh, I, for example, I don't use uh, uh, pit soil. I don't use pit soil. I use cocoa fiber, only one okay. part. I go for the uh, two parts sphagnum moss. I go for uh, so one coconut, two sphagnum. I go for uh, one sand, one gravel, one uh, two bark. And I go for another uh, lava rocks. I don't know if you if you know the lava yeah, rocks, sure. the smaller one. Yeah. And do you put uh, charcoal in there as well? Uh, no. no, I don't okay. use charcoal because I didn't see any change. Uh, yeah, it's really important if if you think about that, because uh, when it's gonna scompose the um, the carbon, is gonna uh, feed your plant. Okay, so because it is. The, yeah, it's the, the only the only need of the the charcoal is uh, to feed your plant in the next year. Okay. In the next few years, because uh, if you put it inside of uh, the vivarium, you are not going to see any change in one year. For example, you have right. to wait a lot for the decaying for everything. So uh, sticking about the competition, you can fertilize. You can use the fertilization inside your vivarium, so you don't have to have charcoal for feed your plants. So stay more aerated possible with the substrate and go with the fertilization if you can. And if you plan to have some type of animal inside and you don't want to use chemicals, you yeah. can go with the charcoal, but you don't see any change in a, in a bit, in my opinion. So I don't use that. Okay, it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're speaking about fertilization. Um, if you don't have animals you're using chemical fertilization just like houseplant fertilization for example uh not the same i prefer to go for the aquarium type of fertilization okay because uh, i know if you use this type of product inside of an aquarium with the fish is not really charged with the with chemical inside yeah. yeah so if i have some type of delicate plants like orchid uh, or moss even moss don't like the fertilization uh, orchid like it, but uh, uh, not on the lift, for what I've saw. And uh, in my opinion, you can go with. I take an example of the Tropica, the Tropica, the green one, 
if you yeah. are in Canada. Yeah, definitely. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, if you will, if you want to go lighter on your fertilization, you can go with the yellow one. The orange Is one, the, yeah. yeah. The orange one, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the, the green one, uh, I've tried the green one. You have a lot of algae. You have a lot of algae because the the algae is gonna f get I, feeded with uh, with your chemicals. I believe there's and, a higher copper content in the green yeah, one or something like that. Yeah, and when you use your fertilization on the moss, it's gonna turn yellow or white. So and your orchid don't like it. Yeah, like it, but you have to use the, the, the orchid uh, fertilizer, fertilizer because uh, the orchids like lighter, really, really lighter fertilization. Yeah, that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. And yeah. then so what about, so do you do the same methods for when you're using the sponge instead? Are you still just using the aquarium fertilizers? For the, um, um, for the sponge? Sponge instead of substrate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I go uh, now in the last vivarium I've done with the sponge. Uh, I, I do the same method of Troy uh, with the um, with the moss over it and some type of plants, and I go with the fertilization for the competition builds. I, I think uh, I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna turn back and go for the IBG. Oh, you're not. Because, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the, the the less organic material you have inside of your tank, the more the the more the tank is gonna live and and stay healthy. You don't have to 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 change anything. And it's really good. It's really good. So so really, by adding leaf litter to our ABG mix, we're actually shortening the lifespan of the tanks. I think yes. Yeah, okay. I think yes, because uh, if you put your leaf litter, uh, they are not gonna scompose it uh, totally. You can have, uh, uh, you can take your substrate, and, and it's gonna, uh, I don't know, like a piece of, uh, uh, I don't know how to call it, with the clay, uh, like the clay. You take uh, the the your substrate is gonna look like clay. And uh, this uh, for me is for the leaf litter staying too much time on the damp substrate and not gonna be composed really, really easily. So yeah, leaf litter, yeah, you need it for the for the dark frogs. But uh, if you go for competition, I can suggest to go only for the photo because you, yeah, yeah, because I don't think you need it. You, you don't need leaf litter if you need competition only for taking the photo, but you can take it out. Awesome. Okay, that makes sense. And then, yeah, and then you already sort of touched on this at one point, but what about cleanup crews for your vivariums? Uh, the same you use for your dark frogs. Same because, thing. Yeah, you can go with the more uh, uh, fascinating and... I don't know, uh, fancy looking yeah, like the, the Dalmatians, the uh, super orange uh, Laevis, uh, but uh, Tormentosa can work uh, really good, the dwarf isopod, the springtails, of course. And uh, if you need more and more hel uh, help with the substrate, you can go with worms. You know the, the worms? The earthworms? Yeah, the earthworms uh, uh, really helps. And really helps because uh, the the job is doing the worms are uh, keeping 
keep doing tunnels in your substrate and uh, they go near the roots of your plants and uh, giving oxygen to your plants. So the, the substrate is not going to compact it as easily as the only dwarf and springtails. And uh, of course, if you use the ABG, if you use the sponge, <laughs> you're yeah, not yeah. going <laughs> to. Of course. Of course, but that's very yeah, interesting. Yeah, heartworms are really, really good, and uh, you don't see in the tank because they stay under the the so, last layer of the substrate, mm -hmm. and uh, so you can go with worms, uh, dwarf, uh, isopod, and the springtails for sure. Right. And if you need the uh, Livis dalmatian or uh, the other isopod, you want just for the look of of having them yeah, in there yeah you don't see the, the this type of isopod in around your your vivarium but uh, sometimes you can see one the the only fact uh, i don't use the dalmatians the levis dalmatian uh, because they are large mm -hmm. and i think from what i know and what i've read uh, they can snack on your uh, on your frog. <laughs> I've read this as well. They have a very high protein drive, yeah. and apparently, uh, it's debated on whether they eat them after they're dead or they're killing them themselves. But yeah, I also I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something. There. I'm gonna show yeah. you something. This is my colony. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, right Dalmatian. next to you as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's full. This uh, this is uh, fish food. I use okay. the fish food for them, and yeah. this is a dose. And they take one a day of this, so they really like the protein. They are wow. gonna, they're gonna hit everything here, everything in, in one day. In one day, and wow. I can feed, I can feed up to two, uh, two times a day, and they eat a lot. So I think if you don't have in your vivarium uh, some type of food, uh, they are gonna snack your frog. They're gonna snack on, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. And uh, if you can, another thing for the microfauna. Uh, when you start a vivarium, I suggest to add some food inside of it. Uh, because uh, if you want to, the colony you put inside be able to stay healthy and start to uh, multiplicate, you need to, to feed them. Right. So start with uh, a, a little bit of fish food, but a little bit. Because if you, if you add a lot, you're going to have some mold and nothing good so a little bit of fish food and when they are ready they are gonna take care of by themselves no it's very interesting and, and, let, and let's touch on that so um once you start the vivarium and you add the microfauna in and let's say this is for a vivarium with animals going into it um yeah how long are you waiting for the microfauna to establish and how long are you feeding them for before you think the yeah. vivarium cycled and ready for an animal uh depends on the animal Depends on the animal. Uh, thinking about the first question you have done, and this is important for the microfauna, in a hurried setup is really uh, complicated. But you can. You can, but it's really complicated. Because uh, if you keep in mind, I want to uh, start speaking about this because a lot of people are asking about that and nobody really knows about that. Go for it, yeah. So my opinion, from what I'm thinking, and take an example of uh, uh, bearded dragon. Okay. They don't need water. They they don't need to have water inside the tank, and uh, they need a arid habitat. So no humidity inside. Yeah. If you think to your microfauna, they need a spot of water 
to get uh, to, to to drink so uh, how you can do that uh, if you try to if you try to uh, to spray your bearded dragon tank in the corner the humidity is gonna go up so the, your bearded dragon is not gonna stay healthy and with uh, some uh, uh, breath problem and something like that so the only thing uh, uh, the only thing I can uh, imagine is to have a larger vivarium for your bearded dragon so you're uh, uh, spraying the corner you're not gonna raise the humidity inside of the tank and if you can't go higher with the with the tank and uh, larger with the tank i can suggest to add ventilation active ventilation on your tank so the humidity stay low but you still have a spot humid for your um, microfauna for the microfauna i i think you can go with the laevis dalmatian 2 with the scabber procellio scabber you can go with that but you need a larger tank because your better dragon is gonna snack on that well microfauna done. so a lot of uh, place to hide for them and a spot of humid can work uh, usually people uh, say don't don't do that because it's not gonna work but if you take care of them probably can work and and you yeah. said persilius scaber because they can handle the more arid yeah uh, yeah okay. they are stronger they are stronger okay. and of course uh, if you if you have a colony of persilius scaber or levis dalmatian and uh, you forget to 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 spray your colony they are gonna die yeah. they're gonna die because they need at least half of the colony completely wet and in this in mind i imagine the bird dragon the leopard dragon tank and something like that uh, with one spot is like taking in a colony they they know where is the the humid spot for me for what i'm thinking so uh, if you give them a lot of space place to hide and a lot of things probably can work yeah, they'll go do the thing and then come back to the image spot when they need it. Yeah, and for the other question, uh, what I do, uh, in my case, I do vivariums for customer. So the customer uh, is going right. to take uh, the vivarium from me, put it in the home, and waiting to get the animals sometimes. So they have the the time passing before adding the the, the animal. So what I do, I complete the vivar and put inside the micro microfauna and then give it to the customer without any problem. Right away. Uh, yeah, but uh, if I have already the frogs and uh, I've completed the vivarium for the new frogs, uh, I can add the, the two colony of the um, dwarf isopod and springtails, but I go double. Yeah, I don't go just one colony of that, uh, but I go double, double because I'm sure yeah we have more uh, more microfauna inside of that and i go with food and uh, i try to come to cover the uh, the most with the leaf litter to give them a lot of place to hide and at the moment uh, in my vivarium i've done like this and uh, yeah i have another vivarium the that one with the leucomelas inside awesome. so yeah i started uh, like this so right away you don't really wait um yeah yeah and i see a lot of spring springtails inside the substrate anyway so no no problem adding uh fast awesome and then plant wise do you 
Um, do you recommend waiting for the plants to fully root and start growing new leaves before uh, the animals go in or same yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for the margravia. The margravia mm -hmm. species uh, is really strange plant. Uh, you can have a cut, put your cut inside of the tank, uh, glued with the cyanocrylate, and uh, the plant's gonna stay like that for like six months, seven months. And when you touch your margravia, it's gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna die. <laughs> so the margravia is really, really angry about you touching it. So if you have delicate plant like uh, Biophytum sensitivum, you know Biophytum sensitivum, Mimosa pudica, the 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 sensitive plants and the oh okay yeah I've I've, I've heard of it yeah. on that name yeah okay yeah I can suggest to wait okay. I can suggest to wait uh, even if you have hard plants and uh, because the plant need to acclimatate a bit because you probably you you buy the plant in a I don't know in a local shop they don't have 90% humidity and strong artificial light so right. uh, when you put uh, when you pu put your plant inside of your vivarium it's gonna die something in some way it's gonna die or one leaf or uh, some part of the plant it's gonna regrow uh, in adapt in adapted mode for the new vivarium so i suggest when you start a vivarium uh, plant it wait a bit wait the mold to come out because it's gonna come came some mold inside of your vivarium when you start and then uh, uh, you can uh, when you see some new roots and new leaf you can go easily with the with the frogs inside uh, i can give a time if i can give a time uh, i think after one month or one month and a half i can go easily with the with the animals inside Perfect. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's usually around what I like to wait as well a month. Yeah, I, I don't really have any reasoning behind it, um, but I just feel like that's the safest way to go. Uh, yeah, the, the only problem uh, is about cycling the tank because uh, the mold, the mold is the only big problem you can have in a new vivarium because the, the film, the, your background is your background and plants is going to cover it with the film the biological film yeah so after this type of film and everything is set up uh, you you can go without any problem so for me uh, taking care of the vivarium the first month uh, or the second on the third month and take it empty you can have the chance to 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 take care easily and feed your microphone more yeah, yeah and I feed agree. your microphone more because uh, you have i don't know if you keep adding springtails in your tank you do that I do for dart frog variums only. Uh, on how much? One for weeks? Oh no, just uh, so I'll set it up and I'll put a lot in, and then for the baby frogs, the froglets, I'll do like once every once to two, one to two weeks, and then for the adults, uh, two or three months. Not not that. Yeah, often, because yeah. The, the the smaller one is gonna hit the spring. Eat them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the microphone I I, I keep adding that because uh, I I produce myself the spring days without yeah. any problem. So I keep adding them um, without any. It's part of the, your maintenance of the vivarium. I can see like that. Uh, when you trim, when you cl clean the glass, when you check everything, you take your quarter and put some warfies or put them spring tails inside of your tank. Yeah, for sure. 
Awesome. And then I just expanded the the cam review a little bit because I noticed the yeah. other tank to your, to, <laughs> yeah. to your, I guess, left. Um, that's very beautiful. Yeah. And, and and you're right, it's all green. And then you see that pops of pink. And yeah, you see you see the, the wrong color because the webcam is not good. But oh, okay. <laughs> you see a lot of purple. But if you see like the photo I have on Instagram, they are like that, really green. And uh, yeah. Just I only have two because I don't have a lot of space. I'm going to move in a new office with a lot of space for doing vivarium, for uh, for having my vivarium. So, awesome. yeah. And forgetting for more dart frogs. No. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my wife is going to kill me. <laughs> That's how it but, starts, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I started with the Azureus, the Tintor Azureus, because uh, my wife said, I don't want uh, loud frogs. Okay, I go for the Azureus. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Then I saw the Leucomelas, and uh, when you start with the Azureus, uh, you have a, a pretty, a pretty good frog. You have uh, an active and totally uh, bold. You call bold? Or, yeah, bold. Yeah, yeah. Always yeah, bold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bold. And uh, yeah, it's good, but they don't sing. And for me, a frog who don't sing is not a frog, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I, I explained to my wife, ah, yeah, I want uh, new, new frogs. Uh, okay, for me, it's good, but uh, the frogs have to stay quiet. I, I don't want a loud frog. And okay, I, I show, I show to her just the photo, not the video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I show I show the, the photo and say, oh okay, you can take it, but stop, stop. You don't have to take more. Okay, no problem. Um, I I explained it to her uh, that the the frog is gonna stay quiet. Okay, no problem. Uh, I take the frogs. I put inside of the vivarium. The first <laughs> first thing they want to do is sing a sing. lot, a lot. And after that, uh, uh, my, that was the last jolly I have. That's I, I don't have more more room to to operate now. That's funny. You know what they say? Always ask for forgiveness is easier than uh, than permission, yeah. right? So that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> it. Oh, that's hilarious. Awesome. Well, Nicholas, that was all the questions I had for you. Um, is there anything that you wanted to touch on before we uh, ended this? Yeah. Uh, actually, we speak a lot of uh, vivarium. We we touched the, the easiest part, the easiest part of the the vivarium building and making, but uh, we still uh, uh, we still search for more. We still uh, have more room to grow in this type of hobby, the terrascaping. Because uh, if you if you think I speak to you about Troy Goldberg using the sponge filter. Mm -hmm. and something i've never seen used like that so uh the proof of troy goldberg used the sponge filter uh, let me think we can go higher and and doing more and more and more and more uh we touched the easiest parts of the hobby and uh, if you like if you like guys this type of hobby and want to improve in this Keep watching YouTube videos. Keep watching uh, uh, everything you can. Keep watching nature video, the animal inside of uh, the yeah inside of uh, his uh, habitat. That's really important. And uh, don't worry if you fail because uh, everyone's had failed in the past. Me too. So the, the only the only factor changing is uh, when I fail, I try a solution. Even if I waste money, I don't care. I try to find something else. And if that uh, works good, 
I try to do and other things to uh, improve, 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 improve more in, in other topics like uh, how to do the, the rocks, how to do, how to change the the type of wood. Because uh, one thing we didn't speak about the wood. Yeah, I buy the wood, the aquarium, the mangrovia roots, the every type of uh, aquarium wood. Yeah, but I produce produce it myself like uh, the master of aquascaping are doing you know i don't know if you if you look some aquascaping videos but they take uh, every piece of wood they cut the wood and they glue the wood together to make with your the, own the own shapes of the yeah the own shape mm. the cigarette filter with the cyanocrylate the glue yeah, and you stick every branch of your wood inside of the inside of the vivarium. So uh, the competition and the hobbyist who just have a vivarium for the frogs is totally different. When you go for the competition and when you want to 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 get the higher rank, you have to take every single piece of wood, put it where you need, glue it, and uh, it's a lot of time and. It, totally different and uh, and is that so that it doesn't shift or move at all uh sorry so you, and you glue it or you put it together yeah. so that it doesn't move or yeah doesn't shift yeah it doesn't doesn't move because uh, uh if it can stay under the the water inside of the aquarium without any problem for here so you, they can stay in uh, in the vivarium without any problem that's very very interesting you have another any type of question uh, i i i i no, I, that was all my questions, but I, I'm very okay. interested on what you said about only touching the beginning of the hobby and only touching the beginning of tearscaping. Um, where do you think, where do you think the next steps are? Where do you think it'll go from here? Uh, speaking about the terrascaping, not myself as a as a as, as a, a shop. Or, yeah, okay, as a yeah. shop. Uh, speaking about terrascaping, I won't. Uh, the world if it's possible to reach uh, the the fact that the vivarium can be uh, how you call it when you put uh, a piece of art in your uh, in your room or uh, i've saw in singapore i have a friend in singapore who is doing a naturalistic vivarium not for usually for pets but uh, empty tank but the, the, he doing the tank for the restaurant, restaurants, the, barbershops, the hosts, yeah. hospitals, and all that. Yeah, yeah. for the for hotels. And when you go inside of an hotel, in the reception, you have this huge wall of tropical. That's something I want to see in the future. And uh, if the hobby, the terrascaping hobby, goes like that, for me, it's fantastic we we have a lot of things to do because uh, a lot of people really don't don't think about it but uh, doing this type of job and vivarium uh, is really healthy your uh, you have a smile on your face when you enter in your home absolutely and, and, and when your, you're working on it and when you're looking at it and yeah, when you yeah a lot of people don't don't imagine how how beauty is this world Agreed. And uh, speaking about uh, an hobbyist, uh, I, I would, uh, I would like to 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 have any restaurant of my my city with a vivarium inside of it. 
yeah. without any problem about the people and looking at it and saying, oh, ah, oh, the, the animals, because it's the last thing we have. We have only, we only have roads, car, and we have technology, but we, we don't have any nature left. We, we don't have nature. We don't yeah. have nature, and that's really bad. And speaking about uh, my part of shop, yeah, I, I actually now work, uh, it's a second job, what I'm doing with the Vivarium, because uh, in Italy is not starting a lot. Yeah, I work, but uh, paying all the tax, uh, paying everything, uh, it's really hard, especially yeah. in Italy, because you have uh, a higher tax than, than normal. So uh, I hope in the future to to be able to open directly a shop, a physical shop, because I work only online now, uh, open a physical shop uh, and and doing uh, do a, a really good shop uh, uh, selling pl tropical plants because we don't have we don't have uh, specialized uh, tropical plant and uh, dark frogs and etc etc so that's my my road and yeah. I I I have actually three works I didn't speak about that yeah. <laughs> but I I'm a representative for skylight you know the skylight uh, lamps. Yeah, yeah. Do for you want to the, talk about that for a minute? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm the representative for Italy. So I, with the skylight, we are trying, and we are we have good result to 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 take here in Italy the skylight brand, and uh, that's a work I want to do because uh, it's really, really, really professional uh, product. I use only skylight in my vivarium. The only contest uh, uh, tank I've done was with the um, with the skylight on it, and I think uh, uh, speaking about uh, um, the plant care and how much healthy they are, only the the skylight can do that. For yeah. in my opinion, for the spectrum they have. So another important thing about the lighting, if you can, because I I saw. You have uh, a dealer in Canada of Skylight. Oh, we do. I was just uh, about to ask you that. I actually, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you have one one dealer there, and uh, you can check the product, and uh, you are sure you have a good uh, light setup for your vivarium for sure. So I'm that's another another work I have. So a lot of things to do, a lot of uh, shops to follow, a lot of people asking details. So I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying now my my story from I'm here and I'm really happy about the result, competition, the shop and everything. That's yeah. awesome. And, to hear. and the last thing uh, I'm really happy about uh, really happy about my my son who is two years old now and is enjoying cutting and trimming the vivarium, that's taking awesome. the plants with me. And that's really, really fantastic. Getting into the hobby from a young age. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, hopefully, um, and, and, and I and I share the same vision as you, by the way, I would, um, the hobby is getting bigger every year. Yeah. It's, it's getting bigger and bigger, but I hope to see it um, everywhere. I hope to see vivariums and hotels as well. Yeah. I hope to see um, yeah. just more people enjoying the hobby because you're right. We have a lack of nature and, as you said, this is truly bringing not just a piece of art, but a piece of nature into your home. And I, I absolutely yeah. agree with that. Um, so, so I, and that, and that's, and that's, yeah. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you to you. Thank you. No, uh, yeah. I, thank you very much. Thank for coming on. I, I truly appreciate all the, all the information you brought us. It's, it's 
incredible hearing the difference of, of like how you guys are doing things in Europe right now and, and like the differences yeah. from here and, and just the, the insights on all the Vivarium buildings. Uh, I, I personally, yeah, I love building Vivariums. I know a yeah. lot of people do, but just hearing it from an expert and like kind of your way around it, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a lot yeah, of knowledge. Thank you. It's, uh, it's, I'm speaking about three years of works on different material and different type of te technique. And uh, we speak at about uh, an hour about that not something specifically but uh, if we have to speak specifically we can go over one week sure. of speaking so sure. yeah, yeah. You, you... well hopefully that'll give us a chance to bring you back on one more time yeah no problem i'm, yeah. Here. I'm really awesome. happy to be here yeah awesome well nicholas um we already have it right there it's um and i'm gonna say it right this time it's ng terrariums um, yeah. <laughs> where else can can everybody find you uh i have a website uh okay. i i speak in italian now www ngterrariums.it okay uh, awesome. .com, .com sorry was the older one that punto it and um, i have the facebook page i keep updated more the facebook page than the instagram because i'm uh, i'm an older guy now I'm <laughs> so. you've reached the facebook generation now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and That's i cool. have the instagram I, if you search ngterrariums you can have everything you need no problem awesome and, I, and i'll need to take that uh, website link from you because there's no way i'm going to be able to find it uh, okay. but it'll be it'll be in the description you guys can go to the video or video link or yeah, podcast link yeah, or whatever you'll yeah, find his yeah. instagram facebook and website uh nicholas thank you very much once again for coming thank on. To i you. really appreciate thank it you. thank you thank you Bye. uh all right guys uh that was a great episode uh, hopefully we get a chance to bring nicholas on again and maybe go into bigger details on some of the materials some of the some of the creative ideas and the way he builds them i'll be sure to have or at this point you would have already seen all the pictures i'll put them up um for you guys to see i'll link all of his all of his information in the description um so thank you once again nicholas i am daffy's reptiles you can find me all over instagram facebook youtube as daffy's reptiles and for the podcast it's daffy's roundtable thank you all for watching and we'll see you next time